The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. This is the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonds are with you. Alongside me, Dan Menzel, the coach of the Kurong Cats. How you going, mate? I'm going well, thanks, Bonds. And you're right, coach of the Kurong Cats. It's 2024, so exciting times now that we're only a couple of months away. I was actually speaking to someone on the phone just before about trial games. So we're starting right. to get to the pointier end now. Yeah, it's not that far away. It'll it be does here before we know it. Yep. You can be part of the show as well. The Just Quality Home Improvements open line is one 736 736 Text in 0427 154 And men's, there is a bigger incentive to text in or ring in. There is. If you text in, we've got a double pass to day two of the test match yes. here in Adelaide. And three passes? Three double passes to day three. Wow. So what we're asking is text us in what your thoughts are. can be on absolutely anything, but I've got something to start the conversation. So we, we know that it's been spoken about and it's been done to death over the last week about Steve Smith moving yes. up to opening the batting for Australia, selected over Cam Bancroft, over Marcus Harris and Matt Renshaw. My question is, will Steve Smith score the most runs for Australia in this test match here in Adelaide? Good question. I think he will. I just think he, the way Steve is, he's so intrinsically motivated. He's gone up to the top of the order. He will go, I've got a point to prove. I think he will score the most runs for Australia in this test match. Do you think the same thing? If you do, or if you don't, text in on 0427 154 166 your thoughts on Steve Smith opening the batting and this upcoming test match. Those double passes are thanks to Budget Car and Truck Rental Moving House. Use the team that's easy and affordable, 13-27-27. And Cricket Australia, the iconic Adelaide test. It starts tomorrow. Search Cricket Tickets to get your seat. Or, as we said, we've got some double passes. One to day two, and we've got three double passes for day three, which could be the final day. Who knows? Might be the just the third day. <laughs> it might be just the third day. It's look. It's we have taken on the West Indies last time we played a Test yes. match here in a, in Adelaide. So with the way it has fixtured and been scheduled, uh, and in that Test match, Australia won by four hundred nineteen runs. No surprise. Bowled them out for seventy seven in their last mm-hmm. innings. Steve Smith in that game in the first innings made a duck. So he didn't actually make any runs. Marnus made 163, and Travis, our man, was man of the match. 175 in the maiden in the first innings. I think he's the man to make the most runs. I'm going to go against you there. That's a great question. All right, let's get into the hot topic. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. And being test match even, Adelaide, it's all about the test men's. It is all about the test. And we go into this test series against the West Indies. And I guess as a casual fan, you go, well, who's actually going to be playing for the West Indies? What lineup are we coming up against? A couple of the names, De Silva, Hodge, Greaves, and Braithwaite, they all made 50s in their game here against mm-hmm. the Cricket Eleven for Australia. They've got Kim Arochasari, Joseph, a few names that we might know or you might know. Um, but we might have a listen to Pat Cummings, a skipper, on the West Indies and whether he knows a lot about them. In the way that, you know, when you're playing junior cricket or grade cricket, you come up against a different opposition that you know nothing about each week. Um, it's pretty rare that you do that in international cricket, especially in test cricket. We play a lot of test matches against India and England. 
Um, so playing against a side uh, like West Indies, you know, we do a little bit of research, but really we're going to have to suss it out on the, on the fly there, which is exciting. It's um, you know, just like the fans are kind of turning on the TV, not knowing exactly what's going to go on. Us as players are a bit the same as well. I mean, I love the honesty from Pat Cummins. Yeah. He's basically said... We're likening this to playing against great or junior cricketers. Now, yeah, who's this guy? I've never bowled against him before. I mean, it's 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 honest. It is yes. deeply honest because it's true. We will think the same thing. Now, we also will have a listen to Craig Braithwaite, the captain of the West Indies, on whether they can get a result against Australia in this test. It's a, it's a young team. Um, I do I do believe the guys can get the job done. And what is getting the job done, you know, as bowlers, I believe we could get 10 wickets in the innings and as batsmen I believe we could bat 120 overs um, but obviously it's a process to get there and and that's why as, as senior players and having Brian around is good you know to lend advice you know different situations and once we once we do that I know these guys you know will be good here and in the future for, for West Indies. There you go so Craig Braithwaite they're talking about how they're going to perform and whether they can get he said I believe we can get 10 wickets in an innings mm. and Bat 120 overs. Um, th- yeah, go on. Without being disrespectful, were they bat 120 overs in two innings? Um, look, I think their batting is stronger than their bowling. It's a good point. I think they, they've they got some re- – and I saw Kavim Hodge and Justin Greaves bat at Karen Rolton Oval in the uh, lead-up game. They look they look really comfortable and really good. Josh De Silva made 100. He, he looked excellent as well. And the skipper only had one hit, the uh, Brathwaite, and he made 50 as well. So they're, they're, their batting's definitely their strong point. So if they bat well, yeah, they can be they can be around the mark. I think their bowling lacks. Their spinner, uh, Gudakash Moti, he just he looked okay. Uh, they do have a really young, a really good-looking young quick, uh, Shamar Joseph, who bowls sort of 140. Yeah. Yep. Up 140 plus maybe, and he looked really sharp. Bit skiddy, um, not very tall, but big shoulders. So they their actual pace attack will more than likely bowl quicker than Pakistan did then. If you go through that with Joseph, Shamar Joseph, Azari Joseph, Kemar Roach, you would expect them to be a little bit quicker. Again, I'm not sure how they're going to go taking 20 wickets effectively against Australia, but your point from that match against the Cricket Australia eleven. They did make eight for 251 declared and then five declared for 315. So they did bat okay. In, yes. in saying that, the bowling attack was Harry Conway, Jack Nisbet, Liam Haskett, Liam Scott, Brad Hope, Doug Warren, Tim young. Ward. So very young, yeah. very inexperienced. Definitely a lot different to what we're going to see the Australian lineup look like, which they haven't made a change there in terms of the bowling attack. Uh, that's correct, men's. And we just got a text in. Uh, Sol is in the running for a pass. So we've got one double pass today, two, three double passes today, three. He's text in, hey, Paul and Daniel, I would love a pass to the cricket on day three. It's my birthday Friday. Ooh, uh, we might be able to it's work tempting, something out there, Sol, I reckon, for your birthday on, th- on Friday. Hang in there, mate. Sammy, we'll put it back to Sammy. He can make all the hard decisions. But uh, you're in the running, Sol. Thanks for your text. Yes, thanks for your text. So it starts tomorrow. It's not the day-night test match that we're used to. No, it starts at 10 a.m. as well. Early start. It is an early start. So they, the day-night test match is in Brisbane this year. Yes. So Adelaide doesn't have it. So, I mean, it'll be, still be a great spectacle. They always do a great job at the Adelaide Oval. And we'll see which West Indies rocks up.
Uh, yeah, look, I, I, it's a test match. Can't wait. It's always a great time of year. Let's have a look at the BBL men's. Um, the Hurricanes and the Stars played last night in a bit of a dead rubber, but they took it pretty seriously. They were up and about. The Hurricanes made eight for 187. Matty Wade, 63 off 41. Ben McDermott, 50 off 35. And the Stars fell seven runs short, four for 180. Uh, Bo Webster, 55, not out off 48. He's had a great tournament, Big Bo. He has. Stoinis, 48 off 32. Maxwell, 32 off 18. Max, he was furious when he got out. Yeah, he was. Now, Bo Webster is a good point. He's our leading run scorer in this tournament. He went past Glenn Maxwell last night. It is a frustrating one. I think the Melbourne Stars probably have to be the most frustrating team in the comp. If you support any side... I think you'd be more frustrated supporting them than any other team. Yes. And another reason for this. So if we look at the table, they were in the box seat to make the finals and then the strikers have come home really strongly. And so the Stars finish in sixth position, four and six. They're three points out of the top four. But again, you look at their lineup, they're batting the wrong way around. They open with Rogers and Lawrence. Webster comes in at three. Maxwell at four and Stoinis at five. By the time Stoinis comes into the game, the game is nearly too far gone for them. It just, I find it amazing that why Max, why Stoinis isn't opening for starters and Maxwell's not coming in at number three. Stoinis should be opening. Unless he, do, if he doesn't want to open, well, then that's an issue as well. But he should be opening the batting for yep. starters. And I think one of the reasons they've done it is because they've relied on those two guys too much. But look, if you have a look at the Adelaide Strikers, Matt Short has just taken games away from teams this year. So Correct. the fact of the matter is, Bo, I watched this last night and saw Bo Webster hit it at the end and think, mate, you're 55 not out and you've lost the game by seven runs. This just shows that the team has not got the dynamic right here. The fact that you've got Maxwell and Stoinis in this side, and even Cartwright, you should be able to either get bowled out or chase this score down. That's almost your top four, isn't it? Yep. Stoinis, Webster, Cartwright. Maxwell. It's cost them games this year, and it's it's a large reason why they're not part of the finals. But, hey, the benefit is the Adelaide Strikers will be, and we will know who we are playing against after tonight's game. Scorchers play the Sixers in Perth tonight. The loser of that game will play the Adelaide Strikers, whether it be in Sydney or Perth. So the Strikers will get on a plane and uh, play the loser of that team in the Eliminator. Which will be, I mean, both sides will, we know how good they've both been uh, throughout the duration of the tournament. So you've even got some stats there, do you, on the Scorchers and their success and the the rest of the team? Scorchers, finals appearances since the BBL started, Perth 11 out of 13, the Sixers 10 out of 13, and Melbourne Stars 8 out of 13. And haven't won one. Haven't won one. Adelaide Strikers 7 out of 13. That's your top four. Uh, most appearances in the actual final. Perth have played eight finals, won five titles out of 13 well, tournaments. It's out of 12 because they could oh, yes, still do 12, it this so year. Could, yes, that's uh, right. It's amazing. They've been in 66% of finals. Yep. Uh, Sydney Sixers, six finals, won three titles. Melbourne Stars, three titles, blob. Uh, and Brisbane Heat have played in two and won one. Is there any team that hasn't played in one? The Hurricanes? Uh, no, uh, Hurricanes played in two, Strikers one, Mel- uh, Renegades one, and Thunder one. So everyone's played, everyone's played in, the, played the, in final, the final. But uh, we yeah, know Perth that the Stars and the Hurricanes are the two that are yet to win the tournament, and that continues. Don't forget, we've got a double pass to give away to day two of the test match and three double passes for day three. All you got to do is text or give us a call. Um, coming up on the show, true or false, thanks to Kia, Epic has arrived, the all-electric 
Kia EV9. Men's, you've got your All-American Sports Update. And I know you're a little sad today because your Eagles went down. Thanks to Lumo Energy, switch to the affirmative. Quincy Lattimore has played 2,000 professional games. And from and uh, he's from the Adelaide Giants. He'll speak to us later. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. And we've got your calls, your text, Just Quality Home Improvements. Line is 1300 736 736 or text in 0427 154 166. Back soon. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. You can get involved, be part of the show. Nutrient Ag Solutions on one 736 736 or text in 0427-154-166. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Just like Sol did in the first segment, Dan, and he's got himself a double pass to go to the test on Friday. It's his birthday. It is his birthday. We've got to look after him. As we look after whoever wants to text in, uh, and so, Sol, congratulations. You're going to yes. go to day three on Friday on your birthday. Hopefully, there is a full day's play on Friday. Correct. So, we've got a double pass for day two. We've got two double passes left for day three. Thanks to Budget Car and Truck Rental. Moving house, use the team that's easy and affordable. 13-27-27. And Cricket Australia, the iconic Adelaide test starts tomorrow. Search cricket tickets to get your seat. And the question we're asking is, who will be Australia's leading run scorer in their first innings against West Indies? Now, I've said that Steve Smith, he goes up to the top of the order. He opens, he makes the most runs. Bonds, you like? Travis Head. Maybe it's Cam Green. Travis Head. Comes back into the team at number four. Text us on 0427 154 166. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Tuesday means true or false time men's thanks to Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. Uh, we ask each other questions and then we have to respond true or false. Or maybe it's statements rather than questions. But, uh, Benz, you going first or am I going first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Uh, the BBL season is now the correct length. That is true. Uh, the numbers, the crowd numbers in particular, but also I think the viewing audience has been very good, as you said. So I think that 10's the right amount. Once you, once we in the past have gone to 14 and you get into the Australian Open, I think you start to really lose people. So I would even potentially start them earlier in December. I think that's when people love the Big Bash. But you're spot on there. That is true. I'm going to stay on the Big Bash. Whoever wins tonight's BBL game between the Scorchers and the Sixers will win this year's Big Bash title. Uh, that is false. I think is that it's... a bias call? No. Pro-Gable? No, because I, I don't think whoever wins tonight, I don't think either – I think either the top three teams can win it. I think Brisbane, I think Scorchers – no, the strikers are a chance. No, but they, they lose. They lose some players, which will make it tougher. And and the Heat have two. So whoever wins tonight yep. gets the double chance. Gets yes. to play the one v two matchup. Yes, uh, I think whoever wins tonight does because we just know you read out the stats how good mm. these sides have been. But it will be a very interesting watch tonight. The Scorchers taking on the Sixers. All right, Dave Warner should get out of the commentary box, man. <laughs> That's true. I mean, <laughs> he's not that suited to it, is he? 
No, he struggles a little. He does. I, I mean, if, if he wasn't such an elite player, he wouldn't get the opportunity. But, yeah, look, I prefer watching him out in the middle than in the yes. commentary box. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to tennis, Bonds. Alex Diminor will make it to the semifinals of the Australian Open. Before you answer that, he would have to beat the likes of Andre Rublev, number five, and Yannick Sinner, number four. Uh, I think that's false quarters for Alex. Yannick might be too good. That's a good call. I'll go, I'll go tennis as well. All minor round games in tennis tournaments, even Grand Slams, should be three sets and only the semis and the final five sets. False. I like watching some of the blockbuster games between some guys that you have never heard of that come through and upset or potentially upset and really push the best players. Okay. I like it in Grand Slams. Uh, Bonds, the 36ers will beat the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix tomorrow night. 100%. They no will. problems. They'll win tomorrow night. Phoenix got way too many injuries. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they got, they're struggling, the Phoenix. So, uh, yeah, sixes for mine tomorrow night, even though it's away. Uh, Matt Renshaw will be the next test opener after Smith and Kawaja. True. He's four years younger than Bancroft and Marcus Harris. That's a big reason why they have selected him as the backup batting option. That is true. It's a great question, I think. Uh, Bonds, uh, fans at the tennis should not be allowed to come in after points have started. They should be sitting in their seats, quiet, not making any noise. That's false. All tennis players need to take a teaspoon of cement and harden up a little. Without doubt. Every other sport, there's plenty of atmosphere, plenty of things going on. I mean, Novak Djokovic did say he's okay with it because there's a lot of noise that happens. Yeah. Uh, I think like, they should be. You know, even golf now is starting to Correct. embrace crowd and interaction. Get so, with the times. Yes. Catch up, tennis. Um, the West Indies will surprise and take the Adelaide test into a fifth day. <laughs> that is false. Nothing more certain. <laughs> that, that will not. The only way that will happen is if Australia bat first. And they make 800 in the first innings. And I don't think they're making 800. Well, I wouldn't put it for three it. days. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So it goes to <laughs> the morning of the fifth day. But no, it, it will not. For us here, in, us here in Adelaide, you hope it goes to okay. day four. Last one from me, Bonds. You would not go to one of the snow games in the NFL, even if you got a free ticket. I don't know if you saw uh, Andy read the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, his moustache had ice. froze. <laughs> it was. It felt like minus 23 degrees. At the, Would you go along to that? Um, Would you I'd stay been, home If I've been it? to plenty of games, no, I'm not going. <laughs> Without doubt. Yeah. All right, last question for you. Corona is only a summer beer. True. I think so. I, yeah. I, I, I only drink it in the summer. Drink responsibly. <laughs> All right, Ben's... Uh, after the break, we're going to speak to Quincy Lattimore. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for farmers. Your All-American update for Toolkit Depot. Everything you need to know uh, to get back to work. The Oz Open for, uh, we're going to do an update on that. Thanks to Panasonic Air Conditioning with Nano EX Air Purification. And more of your calls and text on the Just Quality Home Improvements open line. one 736 736 Text in. 0427 154 166. You're listening to the summer edition of Sports ASA with Paul Bonzer and Dan Menzel. The all electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. Australian owned and supporting communities, the arts, and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Bonds and men's with you. Great to have you with us. And you can get involved in the show. 
Nutrient Ag Solutions open line 1300 736 736 or text in 0427 154 166. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au and we've got tickets to give away to the Adelaide Test. We've got a double pass for day two. We've got two double passes for day three because we've already given one away, men's. And we got a text in what during uh, the break? We do. So Big Duff has texted in saying, how you going, boys? Big Duff here. I fully agree with Steve Smith being elevated to open. He will surprise a lot of the naysayers. So he's going with Steve Smith to make the most runs. We asked the question, who will make the most runs for Australia in their first innings against the West Indies? I've gone Steve Smith. You've gone? Trav. Travis Heads. Head. So Big Duff will Coming certainly up be last year. in the running there as well for those tickets. How do you think Cam Green will go out for? Against West Indies, well. Well. I think everyone will against the West yeah. Indies. I, mean, I, think he will, uh, I think it's his spot. Yeah, he's 24. He's so much younger than the, the rest of the group. He averages 56 yeah. there in Shield cricket, um, I think. They, yeah. know he's, they know he's going to be a good player for a long time. That's why he's in there. And he'll get himself going and be very good. So text in, let us know what you think. Who will be the leading run scorer for Australia? One double pass to day two, two double passes to day three to give away. Um, and uh, they could be all yours. Mans, we're about to speak to... A legend of bas- of baseball, uh, not just in this country, all over the world. Thanks to your local tyre power. Hot summer sale. Get four for the price of three on Kumo tyres. Tyre power helping you drive safe this summer. This man is one of the crowd favourites down there at Bennett Field at West Beach. And he joins us now after he's played 2001 professional baseball games. It is Quincy Lattimore. Quincy, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Ah, thank you guys for having me, man. Look, a massive achievement. 2,000 games and we're calling you Space Odyssey on uh, <laughs> on the Sunday 2001. <laughs> uh, the, Giants, the Giants did a really good thing. They wanted 2,000 fans there on Saturday night for, your, for game number 2,000. How good was the crowd on Saturday night? Oh, man, I couldn't have asked for anything better. They came out and showed out. They really did. I think it was a grand total of 2006, I think it said. So I was more than happy, man. If it had just been a 1,000, I would have been happy because everyone that was there, they were really excited to be a part of it, and they made me feel very special. So it was something I'll never forget for sure. Uh, congratulations, Quincy. Your Adelaide Giants, off the back of winning the championship last year, have gone 9-1 in the last 10 games. So the team is just starting to peak coming into the playoffs. Yeah, that's the plan, man. Uh, we had a couple rough weeks where we split 2-2 um, two and two with some teams that we thought we should have definitely won the series with. And uh, with that being said, you know, we just had a talk and just talked about controlling what we can control and going out and just taking care of business the way we're able to. And we've been able to do that for the past few weeks. And we plan on going into Brisbane and doing that same thing. So on that then, you need to win one game out of the four against Brisbane to lock up top spot and get, we've already got a home prelim final series, but a home final series. If you do, and Bonds and I spoke about this last night, if you win the one game on the first night, is there a potential that a couple of guys maybe rest to get themselves ready for the playoffs? Um, possibly, but at the same time, uh, it'll probably be the guys will, will start the game and then maybe come out, you yep. know, mid, mid game or so like that. Um, cause you still want to keep your timing and you want to get your at bats in and you want to stay fresh. Um, 
like I said, we only play four games, and then you you have the time off. So you definitely want to keep um, peaking. So you don't want to just not play all together. But I'm sure some guys will um, come out of the game early and get some of the younger kids in and get them some playing time, and get them some action. Yeah, I think Tank has controlled that really well, especially late in the season. And uh, you came out of the game Sunday uh, as well to give uh, Drew a, a chance. It's it's been great. What the tough thing on the coaching staff, I think, for the final series is who is going to be the final nine to start the game? Because there's been some really good performances. Briley Knight's been fantastic. Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, this is the first year I've played in Adelaide where we had the amount of depth that we had. Um, like last year, you know, when it came to late situations, we would only have maybe one guy on the bench um, because we carried extra pitchers and, and so on. But this year we've had two solid guys that we could count on um, to come in the game at any time. Brawley has been one of them. And whoever the, the odd guy is who's not starting that day, sometimes it's Kate Fergus, sometimes it's been Kendall Simmons, sometimes it's been Liam Spence. Um, it, it's just, it has just rotated. Whoever wasn't starting that day, we knew we could count on whoever was on the bench that day. So that's always a great problem to have as a manager. So um, Tank has done a great job of managing it. Uh, he's rested us well. You know, we've communicated back with him if we needed a day or not. And when we're up big, you know, he makes sure he gets the, the kids in to get them some playing time and some experience as well. So uh, we couldn't ask for more from Tank. Uh, he, he handles a, a, a tight ship, and we love being a part of it. You mentioned Liam Spence there. He came out of the game after one innings on Sunday. Is he injured or just just having a rest? I am not too sure about that. Um, they didn't really tell us much. Um, I mean, he did hang around the rest of the day, so okay. I'm unsure um, about that. Or I'm not too sure because he, he didn't leave, so I don't know uh, if he's hurt or not, or I don't know what happened with that. Quincy, I want to ask you about the offense. The offense has scored over 200 runs so far in this season. That's more than five runs a game. So the firepower amongst this group must give you and the rest of the team so much confidence. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, our lineup is is pretty strong. I, I didn't know if we could be as strong as we were last year with the team that we have, but we were stronger this year than we were last year. Um, and that just goes to credit um, Tank and Nathan Davison for putting together such a great team. Um, from one through nine, man, we, we can put up some runs. There there really isn't many weak spots in our lineup. If, you know, if, if two, three don't get it done, four and five will get it done and so on. You know, if they don't get it done, six and seven, the bottom of the lineup will get it back to the top so we can get back rolling again. It has, it has been a fun offense to be a part of, That's that's for sure. Yeah, it certainly has been. And sorry, Bonza, the other one I wanted to just ask you about was your ace, Lockie Wells. Is he comfortably the best pitcher in the league at the moment? Um, I would say without a doubt, man. Um, if he doesn't take his rest he had in week three or whatever it was, I think he's he's tops the strikeouts easily. I think he's only chasing four strikeouts, and that was without a week of, of, of pitching altogether. And then the week he came back, uh, he was on a limited pitch count and only threw four innings versus, you know, the five or six he would normally pitch. So in the in the innings he has pitched and for what he's done, it has been nothing but incredible, man. He has been amazing from week one and on. So it has been great to play defense behind him. You know he's going to go out there and throw strikes and, you know, let them put it in play. And if not, he's striking them out. So it has been a pleasure to play defense behind that. <laughs> 
We're speaking with Quincy Lattimore from the Adelaide Giants, who's played 2,000 professional games. Now, you played all around the world, Quincy. Apart from Adelaide, where is your favourite place to play? Um, I would say playing in Mexico. Um, I've played uh, parts of five winters down there and parts of three summers out there. They love their baseball. The fans are crazy about it. They win and lose with you. They're, they're there from first pitch to last pitch, and when we lose, it's like they lose, man. And when we win, it's like they win. They are they are in it to win it. You know, they're pulling for their team to, to pull it out in the finals um, from, from that first game on to the very last. Uh, and you, you want to go out there and, and do your very best because that's how much it means to them. So I'd have to say Mexico. That would be a really cool experience. Hey, I wanted to ask you about your experience and your time at Pittsburgh and also at Baltimore as well. Yeah, I got drafted by the Pirates. So I played majority of my career with them. I played my first seven seasons with them from 2007 to – well, actually six because uh, I got traded um, in February or late January of 2013. Um, but, yeah, I played uh, rookie ball up to double-A with the Pirates. Um, you know, I always tell people that um, the Pirates taught me how to play baseball the right way. They instilled in me the values that I have that I go out and play with every day to this day forward. Uh, my first manager I ever had was uh, a man named Tom Prince. He was a, a bit league catcher for a, a bit uh, a bit amount of years. And, you know, he told me every time I take the field, I should go out there to try to be the very best. And, you know, that may not be from hitting a home run or making an outstanding catch. It could be stealing a base or backing up and being somewhere. That one thing could make the difference in the ball game. And you make sure you do everything you can so at the end of the night, someone says, man, I really enjoyed watching that Quincy Lattimore play tonight. And that really stuck with me, and I've taken it throughout my career for all 2001 games. I really have. Well, it's rubbed off because fans love to watch you, Quincy. Before we let you go, uh, how's the golf game? Uh, it's going all right, man. Uh, I actually just left the golf course. Uh, surprise, surprise. Practice, uh, <laughs> working on a few things, but uh, – yeah, it's been a little up and down this year. You know, I got it going pretty good at one point, and, and then it hit me in the face, and I just couldn't do anything. But uh, I've been scratching uh, scratching and clawing to at least play some decent golf. I had a couple rounds in the mid-'80s last week. But then right after that, I went and shot a, a 95, I think. So it was like, oh, man, here we go again. <laughs> but, uh, it's that sort of game. I can get some work at this going but it's one it's one heck of a game i tell you man it's the most frustrating game i've ever played i tell you that <laughs> quincy thanks for your time good luck uh, over the weekend up in brisbane and uh, good luck in the championship games as well uh, thank you guys so much for having me i sure appreciate it thanks quincy Quincy Lattimore from the adelaide giants one of the real nice guys and great to have a chat to him two thousand professional games of, of baseball it's staggering when you say that out loud. I, you know what I loved about that? One of the, I mean, so many things he said, but one of the things he said was about you make sure that you play hard every single night because you never know who might be watching and they will remember they went and watched you play and it's it's great advice for anyone that plays at any level, let alone a high level. So, yeah, he's uh, he's done it for a long time and he mentioned they're in a really good position to go back-to-back with their lineup that bats so deep and then they've also got some good pitches in there too. Don't forget to text in. Who's going to make the most runs for Australia in the Adelaide Test? We have a double pass to day two and two double passes to day three because it was already given one away, men's. Uh, thanks to Budget Car and Truck Rental, Moving House, use the team that's easy and affordable, 13-27-27. And Cricket Australia, the iconic Adelaide Test, it starts tomorrow. Search Cricket Tickets to get your seat. 
Time for your Australian Open update, men's thanks to Panasonic Air Conditioning with Nano EX Air Purification. It is time for our update of the Australian Open, and we'll go over a couple of results that happened yesterday. So in the women's draw, Ons Jabeur, she was too good uh, for her Ukrainian opponent, six three six one. Coco Goff, she won six three six love in straight sets as well, and Svitolina. It was too good for Aussie Preston, 6-2, 6-2. couple of the results there on the women's side. In the men's, Stefanos Sitsipas, he won in four sets. He lost the first set, mm. but was far too good against Bergs. He won at 5-7, 6-1, 6-1, 6-3. couple of other results yesterday. The Demon, we talked about it and how far he can go in this tournament. He won via walkover against Milos Ranić. So he lost the first set, 7-6. Some concerning signs there. Was too good in the second, 6-3. To love in the third when that game was finished and Rainich retired her. Jordan Thompson was too good for the fellow Aussie Vukic. He won in five sets. So it was always going to be an Australian that goes through there. Today in the women's, the number one seed in the world, Iga Swiatek. She looks good. She won 7-6-6-2 over Sophie Kennan from America. Sloane Stevens got the better over Olivia Gadecki from Australia. 6-3-6-1. Victoria Azarenka, one of my favourite Players yes. of all times. I think one of a lot of people's favourites. She's number 18 in the world. She beat Camilla Georgie, who's a good player. So it's a good win first up in three sets. On the men's side, Casper Ruud, far too good in straight sets over Ramos Vanilla, 6-1, 6-3, 6-1. Max Purcell, Aussie, went through in four sets, which is great to see. And the two games that are currently on, or one is potentially just recently finished with Holger Rune, my man, he got the job done. But Tanasi Kokonakis currently playing against Seb Ofno, who is a very good player. That's a very much a line ball game going in. Tanasi won the first set 7-6, Seb Ofner 6-2, and Seb Ofner has won the third set 7-6 in a tie break. So Tanasi's going to have to come back and win in five sets to be able to make it through to the second round. Do you think he can get the job done? He doesn't have the best preparation, but he the Aussie crowd might get him over the line. You would think it would, and if he can get a run on, we know that Tanasi is a little bit like Nick Kyrgios. If he can get a run on, he gets himself up and about – Great to watch and can take it to the best in the world as well. So he he had a really tricky draw against Seb Offner here in the first round. So you hope that he can. They're in the fourth set there. So a good one there in John Kane Arena. Just quietly, how well are you going with your pronunciations then? Yeah. They were outstanding, Mess. Oh. Did you practice them before you come in tonight? I've spoken or? with BP a lot over the last few <laughs> weeks and have picked up a few things. So uh yeah, there's a couple that I might have left out there, but uh, there's a few tough ones in there. Mevedev also got the job done. He's also an interesting to watch, uh, one to watch. But, um, yeah, look, Novak, I think Novak still, we know he is the undisputed uh, at the moment. Uh, the players that are playing, he looks like he'll be too hard to beat. But, yeah, there's a couple of other guys that – Alcaraz plays tonight. So yes. he's one that could easily take the title from him. Do you think that having Jim Courier and John McEnroe as the main commentators is the right thing? At the Australian Open? No, I don't. Oh, I love uh, Jim Courier comment, yes. commentator and commentary. But no, when I see... I love McEnroe as well. Oh, yeah. But. When I when I hear McEnroe, I do think, is have we got an American broadcast right now? Like, have we actually taken CBS or something else? Mm. Um, so no, I don't. You need you need an Aussie doing the Aussie 
open. But um, speaking of Aussie, Ayla Tomljanovic, uh, you, you jinxed me there, Bonds. Uh, <laughs> she plays tonight, the Aussie there on John Kane Arena. So she will be on tonight. And at the same time, Carlos Alcaraz will play against Richard Gasquet, who's been around for a long time. He has. He's about 103 now, isn't he, Gasquet? Yeah, he 103, and he's frame. about 155 in the world. So uh, I think Alcaraz will be far too good there, and we'll get through to the second round. Don't forget to grab your tickets for the test match. We've got a double pass to day two, two double passes to day through, day three. All you need to do is text in 0427-154-166, and we can send you off to the cricket. Who will make the most runs? I think Steve Smith. Travis Head. Starts mate. tomorrow. Yeah. Good. All right. Men's, it's now time for your All-American update. Curry, long distance. Bang! This is Men's, it's time for your All-American update. Thanks to Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner, Everything you need to get the job done, shop in-store or online. I normally love this time of the week, Bonds, but uh, my team, the Philadelphia Eagles, lost today. You're a little sad. I, I am a little that. bit. Oh, I could see it coming, if I'm honest. We love our last six games. Yep. The Philadelphia Eagles were 10-1 and one after 11 games this season. On top of the standings, looked as good as anyone, and the wheels have certainly fallen off. Could see coaching changes. There in Philadelphia, as we might in a few of these other matchups that we talk about. So it was NFL wildcard weekend, which means that every team plays that's in the playoffs except for the one seeds. The Baltimore Ravens were the one seed or are the one seed in the AFC, and the San Francisco 49ers are the one seed in the NFC. So they put the feet up this week. They'll play next week. But let's start with the Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns. So the Texans... Just made it into the playoffs with C.J. Stroud, a rookie quarterback. Everyone thought the Browns might go to Houston and upset them. Well, that didn't happen. 45-14, to 14, Houston won. Smashed them. Absolutely dom- dominated them throughout this game. And uh, look, it's exciting in Houston. They, they were one of the worst teams in the competition last year. They finished up with the number two seed. They picked C.J. Stroud, and he has come out and had a phenomenal year as a rookie. The next game was... Before you go on, is is Stroud the next Patrick Mahomes? Is he the is he the next big thing? Because it's looking that way. He has started in that fashion. I I'm not sure he is. I think he's been remarkable in his first year. Mahomes, I still think, is a unicorn to be yes. honest. But look, he's, all the signs are pointing that way. The next game, we touched on it before in True or False, the Chiefs and the Dolphins. This game was the fourth coldest game in the history of the NFL. It was around about minus six or seven degrees, but it felt like minus 20 degrees in Kansas City. Taylor Swift was there in her jacket. Uh, The Chiefs far too good for a Dolphin team, a little bit like my Eagles, have been banged up for a long time now. Far too many injuries on defense. So the Chiefs too good, 26 to seven in this one. They... Last year's Super Bowl champions, they're still thereabouts. They still might make some noise and potentially make their way through to another Super Bowl. They can definitely still win it. They can. Uh, A team that I'm not sure if they can win it, but they caused a real stir and a real upset, and there's going to be some changes because of what they have inflicted in Dallas was the Green Bay Packers, 48-32 to winners over the Dallas Cowboys. They were up 27 to nothing. 
Jordan Love has come in there as a quarterback to replace Aaron Rodgers, who replaced Brett Favre. They just find a quarterback in Green Bay, and they know how to develop him. And they have won. It's an astounding win, to be completely honest. A team that was 9-8 and eight going into the playoffs. They will take on the 49ers next week. But it was great to see the Cowboys, who I've mentioned are pretenders, get done at home. And again, they are out in a really bad way. Yeah, it's a bad loss for the Cowboys and the fans will be feeling it. But uh, the Cheeseheads, they'll be loving it. They will be. This was the good story of the weekend. The Detroit Lions, they haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. It was great to see the Detroit Lions win 24-23 to against the LA Rams. So Matt Stafford went there against his former team that he played for 10 seasons for. He had his kids, his four daughters on the sidelines. And I really like that. They all wore jackets that said... Detroit born, LA raised. Yeah. Uh, and a special moment for his family to go back there. But a special moment for Jared Goff. Jared Goff got traded to the Detroit Lions from the LA Rams for Matt Stafford. And they basically said, we can't win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So we need to get Stafford in. They got him in. They won the Super Bowl. It would have been a horrible couple of years for, for Jared Goff to watch that and think, okay, I've just been discarded here. Hopefully I can do something at the Lions. Well, he led them to a one-point win, and they're going to remember him in Detroit because they haven't won a playoff game in a long time. And because the Packers upset the Cowboys, they get to host next week as well, which is massive for the Lions. The tickets there were over $400 a ticket, whereas in some of these other games you could get them for about 40 bucks because of the weather. Yeah, it's great. And speaking of weather... Well, yeah, the Buffalo Bills, they 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 were meant to play two days earlier, but the snow in Buffalo was so bad that they actually they requested people that lived around the area to come and play out the stadium and and they did such a good job to get the game up. They they were too good for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 31 to 17. So, Buffalo advanced, they are dangerous. They they could easily win the Super Bowl this year. Quite easily. Uh, I was just amazed and we spoke about it earlier. I was I was amazed that the um the snow and some of the images oh. of people sitting just on on a mountain on, of snow on a, on a seat. Yeah. <laughs> I know it is crazy. You you do love it, and those fans up in Buffalo as well. They haven't won a Super Bowl, so they they are very much in the hunt, and they'll host the Chiefs next week. And the last game talked about it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers far too good for my Philadelphia Eagles, thirty two to nine. The defense just not good enough. So next week's matchups, these are the four matchups. You've got on Sunday at eight AM our time, these will all be in Adelaide. The Texans at the Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed, the Ravens. I think yep. the Ravens will be too good. So do I. They've been great. That's followed by at eleven forty five on Sunday morning. The Packers go to the 49ers, the one seed, the 49ers. Look, great story. The Packers, they're playing well, but I, I don't think the 49ers will drop this at home. Agreed. Then on Monday at 6.30, the Buccaneers, they travel to the Lions. The Bucs could easily win this, but I think the good story, and I hope the good story of the Lions continues. Yeah, I'm on the Lions bandwagon too. This is the one that's more of a line ball game. At 10 a.m. on Monday, it's the Chiefs going to Buffalo. Who knows what the weather will be like, but the Chiefs take on the Buffalo Bills in what will be a revenge game for the Bills who have been knocked out by the Chiefs in the past. So I... Oh, I don't know. It's a line ball. Maybe, maybe the Bills in this one for mine. You think the Chiefs or the Bills bonds in this game? Um, I look uh, hmm, toss of the coin. I'm, I'll go with the Bills. Yep. So that is the update there of the NFL. We'll go to the NBA just for a minute or two here, and just quick update on a couple of the interesting stats around the league. The Cleveland Cavaliers—they won five games on the trot. The Utah Jazz have won six games on the trot with the likes of Jordan Clarkson. John Collins, uh, it's a real makeshift roster that's getting it done at the moment. 
The other stat I want to talk about is your Boston Celtics. They're nineteen and zero at home. Amazing. Will they lose at home this year? Uh, they'll lose a game at home, yep. but it might not be for a few weeks. It might. It might not. So just quickly on the genuine contenders in the NBA. In the East, for mine, there's only three. It's the Celtics, who are 31-9. and nine. The Bucks are coming good. They're 28-12. and 12. Yes. And maybe the 76ers, if Embiid stays healthy. Whereas in the West, you've got the Nuggets, you've got the T-Wolves, the Thunder, the Clippers, the Kings, the Mavs, the Pelicans, the Suns, the Lakers, the Warriors. Those bottom couple, I don't think so, but we know they've got the lineup to do it. The West, again, is so much more open than the East. As always, uh, that is your All-American Update, Men's. Well done. Fantastic to hear that again. We're almost out of time, my friend. We are. We've got to go. Um, we've been here just uh, for just quality home improvements, expert in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, artificial lawn and roof restorations, just quality home improvements. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll see you again tomorrow, 6 p.m. right here on SENSA and Cruise 1323. Electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.